when things are hard, that's when you should give even more because when you shift your mindset again to a giving mindset, you start to realize how much you actually have and it's, it's more than you actually need. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It is Arissa, your host, week after week. I'm sure if you are a returning listener, you know who I am by now, and hopefully we become just really good friends. Um, This podcast really is a space to just sit down, chat, well, not necessarily sit if you're walking, if you're driving, whatever you might be doing, but really just to sit and have conversations around life. I am not perfect at this thing we call life, and I want you to know that you are not alone in walking through the imperfection and just figuring it out. I mean, for lack of better words, and I just want to be here to encourage you. So if you are a new listener, welcome. Glad you are here. As always, you came to the right spot and you're here for a reason. For those who are listening who are from the U.S., happy Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving week over here in the United States, and y'all know what that means. Family, friends, food. I love Thanksgiving so much, mainly because of pumpkin pie, let's be honest. If you don't like pumpkin pie, I don't know if we can be friends. I don't know if this is a podcast for you. Just kidding, but kind of not really. But I love pumpkin pie. If you guys have a Costco near you, I swear the pumpkin pie from Costco is like a dream and I look forward to it every single year. It is, it's just so good. You got to try it for yourself. I can't even explain it. Just take my word for it. Costco pumpkin pie. But I'm flying to California for Thanksgiving. I am originally from California. I currently live in Texas and I'm actually going to be spending the whole entire month from Christmas to Thanksgiving in California, which is crazy wild. I love being near family, but also going to be crazy being away from Tyler. Um, He will come and visit hopefully once (laughs) during that time, but he works on Christmas and Thanksgiving. So my heart goes out to all of you who do work on those holidays. Um, I hope it's nobody just is mean to you on those days, especially if you work in retail. That's just crazy wild. I will say a prayer for you, but Thanksgiving week is all about staying grateful, right? Like we see it on all the things, on all the Thanksgiving decor to stay grateful, thankful, and blessed 
It is overused and we see it all over the place, but I do want to just talk about it a little bit more, but shine a new light on it. And it's just about gratitude and staying grateful. And I wanted to talk about this, not just because it is Thanksgiving week, but it it really, stay, grat- gratitude and staying in the posture of gratefulness has really changed the trajectory of my life and how I walk through whatever I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, how I approach conversations, how I approach work, how I approach relationships, positioning my heart in gratitude is, is game-changing. And like I said, I think gratitude and staying grateful is overused and we all know that we need to be grateful, right? It's kind of like falls into the bucket of we all know we need to eat healthy, nourish our bodies. We all know we need to move our bodies and work out, but we don't always do it. And it is hard to do. Staying grateful is hard to do when we are just so bombarded by the pressures of life, of social media, of our coworker is complaining about, or projects were given at work. I mean, the list goes on, right? Like we can find ourselves in a very complainer's um, mindset. And sometimes we don't even realize how we got there or why we are there. I can say that from just personal experiences. And that's also why I want to talk about this because I used to be a very jealous person. Like I was not grateful. I was grateful, but not the most grateful person on the planet. I was more jealous than grateful. And this was, I don't remember, maybe two years ago, two and a half years ago, three years ago, where I was just very jealous. It was hard for me to be happy for other people. It was hard for me to be happy for my friends. It was hard for me to celebrate other people's wins. I was complaining a lot just about anything, about my job, about the way I looked, um, when I really did have it good. I mean, I had a good job. I have a good family. I have a roof over my head. I have legs to walk. I was able to work out. I was able to move my body. I was able to buy my groceries and stock my fridge. I had a fridge and pantry full of food, good nourishing food. But man, I was just a complainer all the time. And when you complain a lot, you don't feel happy. It does not feel good. You wake up just in a very sour mood. You're always waking up on the wrong side of the bed. Like maybe some people just don't want to be near you and you just believe everything and everyone is out to get you. You are living in this victim mentality. And like I said, I can connect with this because I was in this, this everything that I'm painting. I was this person and it's exhausting. It's so exhausting to live that way because when you try and do something for somebody else, you you just can't. You can't show up for that other person because you can't even show up to yourself because you're playing this victim mentality. And so how do you expect to have a healthy relationship with your significant other, have a healthy relationship with your friends or show up to work and be productive when all you're looking at is the negatives and that becomes just your reality. But it's exhausting because you're the person that's making that your reality. Nobody else, nobody's saying, hey, you have 
a bad life and you shouldn't be grateful. Like you're the one telling yourself that. And it just starts to become something you believe. But for some reason, you just stay, you you think it's everybody else's fault, but it's really not. <laughs> and so, so the realization for me really started when I met Tyler, my fiance, and he is such a giving person. Like I really could go on and on for how generous and giving he is of his time, his energy, even his money gifts, you know, to other people. And really that that about him inspired me to shift my own mindset into a giving mindset. And when you shift your mindset to a giving one, it allowed me to see that I have more than enough and really just more than I even need. And when it is hard to give because sometimes like if you put things into perspective like we can spend I mean as a girl I can easily spend $60 on a pair of shoes but if someone comes to my door asking for donations obviously yes sometimes we don't know what people do with their money or where it's actually going to but it's a lot harder for me to give $60 to a charity for some reason. Like I, for some reason can justify the $60 dinner out, but the $60 donation is a little bit harder for me to do. But when it's hard, that's when you should do it. When things are hard, that's when you should give even more because when you shift your mindset again to a giving mindset, you start to realize how much you actually have. And it's, it's more than you actually need. And I, I think I mentioned this in another episode, but every year I pick a word to be the theme of that upcoming year. And I believe it was in 2020, I made my word grateful slash gratitude because as I just explained, I noticed that I just wasn't the most grateful person. I was jealous and complaining and maybe a little bit angry. And isn't it funny how that was my word for 2020? And the world in 2020 really just decided to show us what we should be grateful for and actually what really matters. We learned in 2020 our jobs can be taken away in an instant. We learned that our money that we invest in or that we spend on can be taken away in an instant. Your health can be taken away out of nowhere. Your gym membership can be taken away out of nowhere and you can't move your body in ways that you wanted it to. Um, So what do we have after all of that? What a lot of people realized is the people that surround them, the time that they have with each other, people were more at home. They were spending time with their families, friends. Yes, well, that might have caused some more tensions, but um, for some, it allowed them to slow down. And those are some beautiful stories that I think came out of quarantine where maybe people were just like so much in the hustle and grind mode and they realized like, hey, what was actually important and what should I be grateful for? It is the people around me, my family, my friends who we often just take advantage of. The time that we have with them, we take advantage of. And so yeah, 2020 was really a time for me to want to start to actually practice 
gratitude. And I want to emphasize a word practice because being grateful is a learned thing. I know I don't always wake up feeling grateful. Like I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to work out. I didn't feel like cooking my meals just because I was, I don't know, I was complaining all the time. So I felt like my life isn't as good as so-and-so and I want it to look like this. And so I'm not grateful. So I didn't want to do my regular day-to-day tasks, my regular day-to-day things that I really should have been grateful for. And so in 2020, when I made this my word, gratitude for the year, um, I began to really practice it and shift my mindset from, I don't have to do these things. I get to do these things. And that was a game changer where I'm approaching essentially everything that I was doing as this is an opportunity. I get to do this. I don't have to do these things. Like I don't have to go to work. I get to go to work. I don't have to go to the grocery store. I get to go to the grocery store. It really is a privilege. And that alone, like those words, just changing one word out of my thoughts shifted how I approach my day, how I acted towards other people. And it was a conscious effort. Like this isn't something like, oh, this sounds really good. I'm just going to change like one word. And my mindset is completely shifted. Like, yes, it was a bit of like an aha moment, but it took practice. It took me showing up on the days that I didn't want to be grateful or I wanted to complain. And it's a learned thing. It's something we got to practice just like a sport or a skill you're trying to learn. And it really just contributed to my overall happiness. I can sit here today and really be on the other side and say, yeah, I, I feel like I do wake up on a day-to-day basis feeling gratitude, even though yes, there are some days that are going to be harder than others. And I know Mondays are hard for me to show up to work, but I get to still show up to work and approaching it in that sense of gratitude, I just urge you to start doing because it can be, it really is life-changing, honestly. And so I want you to start to be grateful, not just during this Thanksgiving week when someone asks you, what are you grateful for on Thanksgiving when when we're sitting around the table? While that is a very beautiful moment to share with friends and family, I really want that to be something that leaves the table and that you can transfer outside of the four walls that you eat your Thanksgiving dinner, where you can really start to practice it on a day-to-day basis and really start to live it out and have a grateful heart and live in a grateful posture. So yeah, we hear it all the time. Stay grateful, but it's time to actually put some action behind it and not just it be a Hobby Lobby uh, sign that we hang in our walls, the thankful, grateful, and blessed. I don't want it to be brushed over anymore. Um, So I want you to start right now. So before we start me telling you how I practice gratitude and really action steps, take out your, your, whether maybe you're listening to this on your phone or your computer, I don't know, but literally go to the notes on your phone or maybe even text yourself or if you're by a notebook, um, And if you're driving, I get it, you can't do that. Actually pause this and say something out loud. Or if you're listening to this with somebody, like pause this and say something that you are grateful for. I will wait. This is your opportunity to pause and write it down on your notes. I will wait, make it intentional. I know it's very easy to say like, oh, my family and my health. And while you should, those are big things. But think about 
something specific, maybe something that happened yesterday that you're grateful for. Actively search for something and you're back. Welcome back. And if you didn't, I'm going to trust you that you will do it later. (laughs) But something that you were grateful for, and we'll start there. And I want to now talk about like different ways that you can actively practice gratitude. The first thing is going to sound really cliche, but in your challenges, in your struggle, you were given a struggle. Maybe you're currently walking through a struggle or your future struggles. You were given that challenge because God felt like you were fully equipped to handle it. And in that challenge, you should be grateful because that is an opportunity that you were given to grow, to expand, maybe to figure something else out about yourself, to learn something about yourself, maybe learn something about somebody else. And it can be a very exposing moment, but in the moment you might not feel grateful, like challenges, we don't necessarily walk into them and say, thank you for this challenge. I love being, um, angry, you know, or whatever emotion it might bring to you or, but even if you don't necessarily believe it in that moment, that's the whole purpose of having faith that knowing there is something greater to become out of whatever you're walking through. And so appreciate everything. Gratitude should not really be selective. It shouldn't be picky. Um, and that is a way to actively participate in it. And Even keeping something, another action step would be keeping a gratitude journal. This is something that I did for a while, but I just am somebody who has realized I don't really like having like a journal before I go to bed. I'm just not that person and that's okay. So with that, like a gratitude journal might not be for you, but I encourage you to try it out. It really helped me. Um, as I mentioned, when I asked you guys to write something that you were grateful for in your notes in your phone or tell somebody, be specific. It, en- it encourages you having a gratitude journal to think about what happened that day versus the overarching things that, you know, a lot of people say they're grateful for their family, their friends, their health or home. Again, good things to be grateful for. But when you actively reflect on your day of what happened today, maybe someone held the door open for you at the grocery store. Maybe you had a really good parking uh, spot at the grocery store. Um, Maybe somebody complimented your sweater today. Just those random acts of kindness that we often forget about. Like at the end of the day, we can think of all the negative things that happened, but having a gratitude journal really helps you shine the light and kind of dig for those bright spots in your day and remember to stay grateful for them. And it just brings a smile on your face and we all love to feel a little, little happy. So another thing is remain in a giving mindset. I mentioned this in the beginning of the episode, but something I did was start to serve more, volunteer. Because when we think about giving, I think a lot, and I know this is how I was, my mind went to my money. Like I don't, I need to give X amount of money in order to be a giver or whatever it might be. But you can give your talents, you can give your time, you can give your energy, you can give your gifts. And that can come from just serving, from volunteering. Maybe you're really good with kids or maybe you're a really good listener. Give of your time to your friends. Schedule it within your week. Those are ways that you can give and remain in that posture. So then you can, one, remain grateful for the gifts that you have. It, like 
if you're a listener, that's amazing. A lot of people are not listeners. And so that is something that you should be grateful for that you have a gift of. Or if you have a gift of a certain knowledge sense, like give that knowledge away. Maybe you are really good at photography. And so give that gift away instead of charging somebody for your service. Give it away if, you, if you're called to do that. Um, obviously, I want everybody to charge their worth. And I'm not saying just give things away for free, but it can be a good way to just give back to maybe the community that you are a part of or just be a mentor to somebody. Um, who wants to learn the skill that you have. And a third thing to practice gratitude is have steps of appreciation in place for the people around you. And this is kind of goes, ties into the previous point of being a giver, but actively show appreciation. Maybe you haven't said thank you to a parent in a while, or maybe you haven't said thank you to one of your coworkers who was helping you on a project. Um, Maybe you haven't said thank you for the birthday present that your friend got you a couple months back. And it might sound silly to like go back and say thank you, but being grateful is uncomfortable. I mean, this is a whole theme on my show of just like remaining uncomfortable because that's that's what pushes us to grow and be higher and challenge ourselves. But I challenge you to text a friend after this podcast and say thank you for something that they did. And it could be something really small. Could be that they just simply asked how you were doing maybe a couple weeks back, but it is nice to have somebody check in on you. And so thank them for checking in on you and caring about you. Just something small. And even if it's just thanking them for being them. And again, if you're somebody who right now feels like, well, I don't have a lot of friends or nobody checks in on me, again, check yourself again, are, are we staying in the mindset of complaining? And when you give when it's hard, that's when you should be doing it. And when you give when it's hard, it allows you to stop and actually look inward and say, okay, what actually am I grateful for? You have a friend to text. You have contacts in your phone. You have a phone to text on. I mean, even when we just think about it that way, there are things that we can trace it back to that still puts us in the posture of gratitude. So again, gratitude is not picky, really starting to just be grateful for a lot of different things. And I'm not saying fake it either. I think there is such thing as like gratitude fatigue, but you can start to practice these things once a week. I'm not saying every day you need to be like gung-ho and just add another thing on your to-do list because then gratitude becomes just that. Something on your to-do list, something you're just trying to get through. And that's not what I want it to be. It really should be intentional and a piece of you. And that starts with just integrating it slowly. Once a week, maybe on Fridays, you reflect on your week, you journal, you have your gratitude journal. Some people have jars. Um, Tyler actually got me a gratitude jar and it was very, very cute. So that is something that you can give as a gift. Christmas is coming up. Give it to somebody in your life or put it on your own Christmas list. Um, It sounds silly, but these things really can help because I have seen the fruit in my life that having a grateful heart has done what it has done. And I just want to pass along the love and the insight. And so this is a pretty short episode, but thought it could be helpful in theme of Thanksgiving week. But one thing before we head off that I'm grateful for is all of you guys, whoever you are, 
listening. I am just so grateful that you stumbled upon this podcast. You want, you clicked on this podcast because you know that you are the girl who can. Whether or not you actually believe that, I am telling you as a friend, you are the girl who can. You can do whatever you want to do in this life with who you already are right now. And I firmly believe in that. And I firmly believe that you need to hear that today. And so I want you to share that with other people. It is not meant, you are not meant to just be hidden. I know you are so capable of doing so many amazing, incredible things that can inspire not only other people, but yourself. So you showed up today for this episode. And like I said, grateful for you as always each week, if you are a returning listener. And if you're new around here, you can expect this out of me, just hyping you up every single week. So we will catch each other next Wednesday. I hope you all in the US have a safe holiday. But before we head out, as always, please, if this helped you out in any type of way, leave a review over on Apple Podcast, a written review. It helps me out in the growth of the show so much. And connect with me over on social media at the Girl Who Can Podcast or at Arissa Lujano. We'll be friends. DM me over on there. Tell me who you are, what you're doing this Thanksgiving, and even what you're grateful for. If I can be your accountability partner, I want to be that for you. So go connect with me over on social media and also share this with a friend. We want to grow this community and spread the love. But that is all for today. So you guys have a wonderful rest of your week and we will chat very soon. Bye, everybody.